It's the Tillcast episode 401, Bat Knuckle. And this week, guys, we talk Wolfenstein New Colossus, Mortal Destiny 2, Star Wars Fallen Order, Stellaris. Stay tuned. Definitely not Moose Knuckle. It's different, we promise. And we're back. <laughs> oh. I've got a few episodes to post. Oh. Hey, it's the Tillcast. Yeah, yeah, it's Tillcast. Oh, Friday, uh, November 15th. It's some the year of Cthulhu Jesus, I guess. 9.35 p.m. 2019. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, wait, God. Fucker. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? What the fuck? I'm Bat Knuckle. <laughs> what the fuck? Jason's wearing a uh, Batman mask and a Fallout hoodie. I, I don't. What the hell? It, it, it was so random. What the fuck? I can't. It look just at reminds him. me so, of like. It just reminds me of like the Bat Dad thing. <laughs> yeah, he's more Bat Dad than anything else. <laughs> That's actually exactly where it came from. So I am the dude. <laughs> I just had to do it because Titan <laughs> dug this out. Uh, oh, that's fucking amazing. Uh, today, Ooh. when I got home, the uh, um, Crystal found that a while ago because <laughs> Titan had fallen in love with Batman with the <clears throat> Bat Dad. YouTube videos. Of course. And uh, <sighs> Titans always loved my my Batman voice. <laughs> so uh, So you got the Bat Dad thing. So Crystal was so now, like So now you're Bat Dad too. I'm gonna get you I'm gonna get you a mask. Uh-oh. I put the mask on and <laughs> I'm Bat Knuckle. <laughs> Bat. What is is a bat knuckle? Well, uh, is I don't... a bat knuckle like a moose knuckle? <laughs> no. Um... <laughs> so explain <laughs> now with wings, <laughs> right? <laughs> so to so to explain the knuckle before you take this too far into the gutter. Uh, no, I know where it comes from. Um, uh, yeah, it's for, your kid can't pronounce the, uncle. For the longest time, he couldn't pronounce uncle, so it came out knuckle. <laughs> it actually seems harder to pronounce. Not, and knuckle actually really stuck. I mean, like, I mean, yeah. Uh, every uh, every kid has a thing, right? I couldn't um, do nines for some I reason. Mean, hey, before he, we get too far into this, I'm Nas. I'm Rusty. I'm Jason. And now uh, we're going uh, back to Jason's story. Yeah. And now for the rest of the, Oh, that's trademark. <laughs> <laughs> you almost Aww. did it. Yep. I caught myself. Oh, You, sir, are not Paul Harvey. No. Um, I know nobody else will ever be. But he... Uh, Mike Gross doing a pretty good job, though. He he's still uh he's still like when he's really upset even though he pronounces uncle properly ninety percent of the time. It's now, he gets really upset it's, it's knuckle knuckle still. Okay. Hey. I mean, so you know. Uh, like I was saying, I, I I couldn't 
for some reason, everybody, every kid has this thing. Like they, they get, you know, they'll get over it eventually. Uh, and it sounds like he's doing a pretty good job of doing so. But every so often, like when I was little, I couldn't write a nine for some reason. The, the number nine, it always came out as a P. I, <laughs> I couldn't do it. it. It's just like random, but hey, whatever. So, um, fuck, what a week. Fuck. 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 What a week, man. What a week. What a week indeed. Hey. I had to go back to work. Yeah. You had to go back to work and I'm working a six day week. Bummer. (laughs) No. And learning. That's not what you call bummer. That's what you call bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) All right, bad dad. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's hey. been interesting. Hey, I get compliments on that shit. <laughs> Whatever. I, I think it's fucking hilarious that you do. <laughs> no, the so there is a little bit of funny story behind that. The uh, uh, one of the one of the people up at work um saw me doing that with. With Titan, it um, we did this how we did this trick or treat thing right. at work, right? Bring your kids, that sort of thing. And they saw me um, do the voice with him, and they were like, "Wait, wait, do that again!" Oh God! They're like, "This is that's not movie quality, but that's that's not bad." That, this is this is this is how you end up with a freaking yeah. like you know nickname at work. Right. And, uh, yeah. I mean, and, I, I already told the story of F- Fester, right? So, yeah. so just to see somebody sees it. They're saying that. And all I, all I do is snap, a, snap around at them and go, better than Bale. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Because I, I can't mean, help he, myself. Wow. He did just growl a lot in that movie. <laughs> I wonder yeah. what the method acting like that what is is for that. Just like a lot of milk, I think. <laughs> I think he listened to a, a lot of something. Yeah, I I think maybe he chain smoked cool so he could just get, just get that rumble. Get down to this. Yeah, something. Yeah. Like Sorry, that. dude. That would th- just rip apart my throat every time. Oh, to be honest, the only reason I. The only reason I can uh, I can even do that at all is when I was in high school and I did sing quartet. Mm. Music teacher actually somewhat taught me how vocal fry, but I think he taught me the wrong way mm. because after a while that shit fucking hurts. Mm. But yeah, yeah, I think he did. Yeah. So that or I just don't have the muscle control to do it properly. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> Damn! I need to leave. Fuck this place. I'm going I, home. You I know the level that. of the level of sarcasm I've had over the last week has just been palpable in every presence that I've been in. Hey, oh, I can't hey, help it. It's just going to continue to happen. It's just I've been riffing on everybody all week. It's okay. There's just there's weeks like that, man. There's I I, I yeah I understand. You know, readjusting to having a kid in the house, readjusting my routine because I live by routines. I'm that guy. Yeah. 
Because I, I have to have routines, so I know what I'm doing next. Right. I get lost. Well, I, if it doesn't I surprise it me. It doesn't surprise me in the least, Mr. Frickin' I have a spreadsheet for the games I'm going to play. I get lost in what game I want to play. <laughs> I have to have the paper tell me. <laughs> um, I don't know what to play hit random. Boom, done, finally. I get yeah. to play a game I really didn't want to play. I'll, I'll say that we'll get into games here in a minute, but. I don't think our bullshit section will be as long this week because Maybe. my bullshit's been literally that. Yeah. Not interesting. Oh, well. I mean. I can't find anything interesting that I can talk about just because it's yeah, basically because under that. NDA. Right. Oh. Sucks. But, yeah. yeah. No, I had some. Uh, I, I Remember those fucking Miracle Berries, man? You know, the, the yeah, fuck, we, we it, talked about a couple weeks ago. Yeah, a couple weeks ago we had some fucking Miracle Berries here in the show and fucking ate some some lemons. And I told told you guys that I was going to bring some fucking pineapple. And I forgot it. And it was a good thing I did because, oh, my God. Uh, but fucking pineapple. Me and pineapple do not fucking mix. Jason can attest. I will fucking retch every single fucking time. Oh yeah, it's and and it's the it is everything about pineapple, the smell, the flavor, everything. I just I I mean, it's nasty, right? So, a uh, coworker of mine who is going back to a different shift, so he wouldn't be working with me for at least another year or so, uh, said, "You have got to do the pineapple." Uh, he listens every so often. Uh, he says, you've got to do the pineapple. I know you can't, you're not going to do it on the show. So I know you have the berries. I know you have the fucking pineapple. Bring it here for, for my last day of the week. Okay, fine. Fuck it. Whatever. So I had this little can of like fucking pineapple rings and fucking pineapple juice. Right. And, uh, you know, yeah. So he told me you're doing it right now. We're free. We don't need. We don't have anything going on right now. You're doing it right now. Worst fucking decision I made all night. Holy piss! So, Miracle Berries—they're—they're te- meant to take the sour out of stuff, right? Make things sweet. Well, pineapple doesn't really have any sour. Right. It, it it's just, already fucking sweet. It's already fucking sweet, right? So, I was looking for it to get rid of the offending aftertaste of pineapple. Boy, was I wrong. Not only did it come through like fucking, it was a sugar wafer because it was sweet. Now it made it even sweeter. It amplified the fucking pineapple aftertaste, which is what causes me to gag. Oh my God. I... I, I didn't I didn't fucking upchuck, but I wanted to. I had pineapple burps for fucking six hours. I could not get the smell out of my nose. It was horrendous. <laughs> I fucking hate pineapple. I cannot stand it whatsoever. Uh, and I can tell you for a fact, Miracle Berries do not fix that. Not in the slightest. If anything, it just makes it. 10 times worse. <laughs> it's just terrible. And I'm weird. I know. But hey, dude, will you please? Uh, and yeah. Going through a breaking news bit as we're talking. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm 
investigating. You're fucking. Oh, I mean, oh, <laughs> Jesus! Please don't share that to a personal page. I mean, no, but wow. Uh, so, I mean, so uh, here's what I just posted. So, I'm just. This happened an hour ago. Wow. Oh my God. That's and I. You know, we always say if you listen to Tiltcast, it's an M-rated show. It's not a show that promotes any kind, anything racist or homophobic or anything like that. Right. But on the the only thing said on the 2K fan page on Facebook is just the N-word. As in a racial epithet. It's just one word posted wow. from their official po- from their official page. There are 7,000 comments in going. Oh, that is that that is that is crazy. Uh so there's also a I mean, if you look at the webpage, I mean, look at the the website. Uh that is there's other there's other uh there's other posts. That's not just oh, the this only is one. The guy who made me quit. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. There's uh, oh my gosh. Yeah, the 2K webs uh uh Facebook page has been hacked. Just look at the whole thing. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. I can say this one. This is amazing. There's a post that just says my cock is hard. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I mean I I mean that is crazy. It's been an hour and they haven't even re- gotten it back. Well, 10,000 likes and I'll release something insane on 2K. 6.1 thousand. Wow, that is amazing, and There's amazing as says Epstein um, didn't kill himself. Hey, we said it on the show. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> He's in the server chuckling, chuckling squad hashtag. So I say amazing in a in a in a really fucking terrible way because I mean obviously this shit is the bane of the fucking internet right now, right? You know, there's been fucking. Uh, there, there's been YouTube accounts completely fucking hacked and thrown, uh, had shit fucking thrown up on them, like, uh, uh, like, uh, cryptocurrency scams and shit like that, that actually affect people, you know, real dollars. Right. Uh, but I don't know the, my, my funny bone is being tickled at the moment because, <laughs> I mean, some of this shit is actually kind of funny, but it's also very serious, right? So, man, I don't know. I'm wondering if it's a shock over getting fired and then he still had access to stuff because somebody was an idiot, right? And uh, then at that point, you have nothing to lose. So, yeah, they're just going crazy at this point. Is it? Do you think maybe it it would be a disgruntled employee at this point? Because I absolutely do. He said, This is the guy that made me quit. That's on the page. uh, And he posted a photo of a dude. This is the guy who made me quit NBA 2K. 
I don't know what's going on, but I'll follow up in an hour and see what else is going on. Yeah, well, this is definitely something that we're going to be wa- uh, watching throughout the show for sure. Um, though there hasn't been any new postings for at least an hour, so maybe they're on it. They're just maybe they've stopped it from stopped whoever it is from posting, but haven't returned. You know, haven't gotten in there to clean it up yet. Yeah. Holy shit. Anyway, wow, breaking news. That's fucking weird, crazy, and, you know, sad in this day and age. Fucking your accounts. Why two-factor authentication is a fucking important thing, man. I kind of think if you were going to do that, you might as well have made it a more important statement than just something petty. In the the moment, though. Go big or go home and then just been like, not a racial epithet. I would have just been like. Free Hong Kong or something stupid like that, right? <laughs> At least it has some kind of meaningful, not that meaningful. I mean, I know there's an issue there, but it wouldn't have done anything. But the, the comments are pretty great. The password was definitely password. Oh, my God. Yeah, of course it was. Wow. That's that's interesting um, for, for sure. Like I was saying, I mean, you know, the uh, there's there was some well-known – uh, uh, YouTube accounts that were uh that were hacked recently. Yep, and you know they privated all of the videos uh that they made. You know that the actual content creator made, uh, and then put up a live stream of a uh fucking cryptocurrency something or other, right? And it was just on a uh, on a loop. Yeah, uh, and. Anybody who fell for that basically is just giving away money for free because that cryptocurrency didn't exist. Um, but it was kind of like, a, you know, one of those made-for-TV sales things, you know, the fucking paid program style, you know, thing. So, of course, it was really convincing, right? Right. Uh, so it's like $15,000 over the course of like a couple days. Uh, of just random, I mean, it doesn't seem like a lot, but I mean, those people were, you know, they're throwing their way, throwing away their money. They're, they're, they're being scammed. Uh, and of course it's horrifying for the content creator, right? Because, you know, they can't really do anything. They're, they're, they're fighting with the actual company like YouTube, for instance, uh, just to get their account back so that they could stop it. And, And of course it's, advertising it to their fans so it's double horrifying you know right under their name which is triple horrifying because now there's a you know there'd be like this negative connotation with that person's name there's a dude that got his twitch account hacked had something very similar happen but what they did was they changed the name of the twitch account and Twitch won't change the name back. So he has to, if he wants to continue to stream to his subs, he has to stream under the fucking hacker's name. Oh, that's bullshit. (laughs) That is fucking bullshit. That's nuts. It's nuts. That, that's not, that's not cool. Yeah. Twitch should be working with him. Yeah. Twitch should have changed that shit back immediately. But apparently there's a, a three month time frame 
uh, so you can only change your your name on Twitch once every three months. Oh, they could they could fucking but work for sure that. for sure the you know the Twitch guys could definitely do that. But uh, I don't know, man. It's like fucked in the head. Like I'm just still finding <clears throat> out stuff. Yeah. Well, you continue, man, because that's that's crazy. Now, I don't. So he was going to do so. What he was trying to do so far, so he's going to release a video of Randy Orton and Triple H engaging in sexual acts if the post reaches ten thousand likes. What? I found the guy's Twitter. <coughs> wow! Wow, dude! Now the jeez. Uh, I don't know if you've ever had your shit stolen, like somebody broke into your fucking house or car or something like that. Oh, yeah. And, and if you've ever had that fucking shit happen to you, the the feeling that you get from that is terrible. Like that invasion, that feeling is fucking horrid. I mean, the first two times my car was broken into, not my most recent one, but, you know, the fucking you know, piece of shit before the piece of shit I was driving. Um, it was broken into three times while I was working in fucking, you know, downtown and, uh, posted from the official WWE Twitter. Oh my God. Seriously. That one's funny. It's just posted from WWE 2K. WWE is fake. So he's (laughs) got access to more than just the one fucking page. He's, He's got, got access, access to the, the Borderlands account. one, the WWE one, the Borderlands website, and the 2K website, along with the 2K WWE website. What? They Wow. This guy had a lot of access. Wow. So this this right here, guys, companies, you you hire a social media guy, be nice to that fucker. <laughs> <laughs> right, because the social media guy can tank your fucking product here real quick, uh, and and cause a PR nightmare. <laughs> oh man, I wonder if uh, any other the fucking news sites are you know, picking this up. Uh, he claims he has a coin generator for two uh, K, which is their currency. Oh, is that so? That guy, he's trying to fuck him hard. Oh, of course. Oh, yeah, man. It looks like the official website's back up. Yep. I'm trying to stop my fucking notification sounds, but apparently that's not working. Uh, <laughs> Wait. My notification sounds are still oh, What the fuck's wrong with this phone? Man, I can't even. Uh, <laughs> I can't even look at the fucking Facebook post without it going. Right. Right. So, man, I don't know, man. I don't know. What would you do? I mean, as a company, like from a from a management standpoint, what would you do in this, you know, in in this situation? Like how would you get your account back? I mean, obviously he's already fucking changed the password before he fucking went on this, right? So, it's not like a a, a measure of just getting into the account and logging him out, right? Right. So there isn't a button on on the fucking account that just says, you know, my account's been hacked. (laughs) 
So how would you deal deal with that? I mean, you would call up Facebook, right? What's their phone number? <laughs> right. <laughs> it looks like the Borderlands page is back under their under their uh, control. They must have deleted posts. Just imagine what I would do once you got control of it again. Yeah, I mean, we wouldn't normally see these uh, these posts until uh, you know at, at all. Uh, until somebody like threw some screenshots up on fucking a web page, and considering the language that's being used, I'm sure that these screenshots won't show up on like a fucking you know a newscaster website or whatnot because, well, uh, it's very colorful, to, yeah. just to say the least. Yeah. Colorful is um, being nice about it. I mean, <laughs> I, I got I got to read some of the fucking comments here. The apology letter is going to be good. <laughs> uh, oh man! As you can hear, yeah, they continue to post. Yeah, no, it's it. I mean. Of course, the you know the uh, the gif of fucking Michael Jackson popping popcorn. <laughs> uh, I feel the same way. We're gonna find out a little bit more about this as the uh, as the night goes on. I'm sure. Wow, craziness! I've never been a huge fan. Of, I mean, I guess I've been a fan of a lot of stuff that 2K's released. Honestly, uh, well, Civ, XCOM, and. And I didn't mind Borderlands 3. It was just a short-lived thing instead of one of those games that you just keep coming back to. Yeah, I may come back to it, but it didn't – it still didn't have the legs of 2. Yeah, it's it, – it, yeah, it didn't – it really didn't for me either. Uh, but, uh, I mean, it was still a fun – it was a fun roller coaster ride, and that's about it, you know. Uh, maybe 20, 30 hours worth of fucking game and some grinding to get some of the better guns. And once you got those guns, it's like, what's the point anymore? And then you move on. Yeah. So. I'll tell you, I'm going to break this a yeah, little bit. Yeah, please. So one of the things that happened to me this week is I was going to go pick up uh, the new, you know, Star Wars game. What is it? Fallen Order? Yeah. Um, And. There's, you know, there's a GameStop by my house, and there there used to be somebody up there that I knew that actually helped promote the show, which I did not see up there, sadly enough. And I went in, and it looked like they'd been doing some rebranding because the logo had changed slightly on the store. Yeah. And then I walked in, and it didn't really look like a store. It looked like uh, I was really confused. There was nobody <laughs> in any kind of uniform that I could tell, okay. so I didn't know who to talk to. There's about 50 people in the store. I thought, oh, when you know, I was looking in, I wasn't paying a lot of attention, but it, I thought, oh, okay, well, they're doing a release night thing, right? Yeah. I get in there, there is like two shelves, one on either wall for about a third of the wall that has some new release games on it. Okay. There's a little middle shelf on either side of what I, was the cashier. There was stacks of pizza boxes, and there was about forty chairs in the back room, hooked back on the back area of the store, hooked up to some chairs, some like you know gamer level, right? chairs and a whole bunch of people playing what looked like League of Legends and I just didn't know what to do because I didn't know who was a store manager or a store employee or anything like they went like so chill I didn't know what to do (laughs) 
I was like, I'm just going to That's like go. the oldest, oldest person that you, uh, you, you, you're talking like an old guy. I know because you're well, like, I don't give a fuck about esports other than Dota. I, 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 I really didn't know who worked there. So I just turned around and left. I actually did. I you walked fuck. in there. Nobody acknowledged <laughs> that I was there with money in hand to purchase an, a product, which is really all I ever go there for. Walk in, give me product. I walk out of store. Um, so, and they had a bunch of esports going on, and it was just confusing because, like, you know, I didn't know what the event was. It wasn't anything on the wall. There wasn't anything in the window. There wasn't any display. There wasn't anybody acknowledging that I was somebody there to do anything. I just got a couple of looks from a couple of people, and then just they were just all doing their own thing. It was like it was like walking into an arcade. And then everybody's dressed in plain clothes, and you don't know where the place is to get the change. Like it would, it would, it felt very disorganized in a way. Like, yes, I acknowledge you're trying something way different to draw people to your store. So, and I don't understand what the model is for them to make profit this way. I don't either. I, I really that was don't. extremely confused. And so when I say I saw a little bit of product, like I had to kind of hunt to see. Oh, they sell games. Like I walked in thinking. Do you remember there used to be this place called StrikeNet here in town? Maybe. Okay, so there was this place back in the early 2000s where you could land game. Um, they had the original Medal of Honor and Black Hawk Down, which are two old PC games that were shooters, I mean, like team event shooters with like 20 people. Yeah. They had, we're talking about like 2001 probably. Yeah. Right? And they had these gamer chairs and they had some souped up, about 10 PCs souped up in there. And then you went in there, you paid 10 bucks an hour. Right. To land game with your buddies who are all around you and you get to create stupid gamer tags because they're all temporary anyway. You didn't really care about a high score, so to speak. It was just like, let's go there and I'm not 21, so this is what I'm doing. Used to play tribes that way. So it was like a cafe for that, right? Right. And that's kind of what it felt like. But I was looking around. I was like, am I still at a game store? Like I was that level of confused because like I say, the amount of product that was on shelves felt like you could have stacked it on this table. And that's probably – it's mind-blowing, actually, because uh, – Like 100% different model. And then I did some research and found out that Oklahoma, which is where this show's based out of, is doing a lot of pilot stores. Right. I was just disappointed I didn't see Danielle, the one that usually has been selling me stuff for like eight years, um, up at the stores. Somebody I assume was a manager who was handling the pizza. Um, older because guy. That's that's what you do? And I, I guess I – eat pizza because I play video games. But anyways, <laughs> it just felt weird and I felt strangely disconnected So because I don't give a shit about esports for the most part. But I just give, I give a shit about the novelty of esports, but like I'm never, that's why Apex never draws me or PUBG or any of that other, right. or, you know, Dota did for a while, but that wasn't super competitive. Yeah. That was just us jacking around and then realizing a game took an hour and you had to find an hour to play a game, so that kind right. of dropped off after a while. Yeah. It's pretty much any of any of those. Um what gets me is you know, like you said, how do they really make do. profit? I don't, yeah. I like I said, I call me curmudgeonly. I just walked in there and I was like, what the what the fuck is this? And then I kind of turned around. Nobody acknowledged I was leaving the store. Right? Like, I would... There was no hello or goodbye. There was no hello or goodbye or anything. And then I turned around and I looked, and I looked at the sign again. I was like, is that really a game store? Or is it a game experience that I just don't give a shit about anymore? Well... And then... But it just... There was lack of organization 
100%. Maybe I went there on the opening night of them changing everything. It's possible. I mean, but uh, to me, I thought the only single player game by Respawn Entertainment recently would be a pretty big deal. So I was thinking maybe they would have been doing an event. So today I went to Walmart and spent $10 less and bought the game <laughs> because I was in a very big state of – I was almost it's in like, a fugue state and I was just kind of like, okay, well, well fuck this. I'm, I'm super confused. I don't, I don't really want to – I really want to go and pick up the product and leave, right? I don't want to spend a lot of time in the store and that's never been my draw, right? I've got a pretty comfy PC rig here, VR rig. Right. Got all the gaming systems. All I want to do is go in and grab my product and go. You're uh, probably the one percent of people, though. I mean, the the reality of the game uh, of the GameStop. Have you in there and just sat around for a long time? Yeah, GameStop experience, like before the the whole change, like when they had all of the used games up on the on the wall and whatnot. Yeah. Um. No. Um. The the main reason why I didn't is because I disagreed with their used game model. So. I wouldn't ever buy a used game from them because it's n- nearly 80% profit for them. And sure, they're taking the risk on it. And that risk is what caused them to basically go under. Uh, but I I refuse to buy a used game from them. Uh, and as soon as digital uh, the, the digital options came out, Wow. The uh, Facebook page is still hacked. Yeah. The, they're still Aqua is the best, and that's on the f- – I don't know. I don't uh, – I think they're just posting gibberish at this point. I think maybe the dude is drunk. Uh, but, yeah, um, I, I I never really agreed with their model. I didn't agree with how they treated their, uh, their employees really because uh, I knew a few people that worked there and they didn't have good experiences. Uh, but – I would go and buy new games from them. Like they had fairly decent release night stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember doing the whole standing in line outside of fucking GameStop for Call of Duty, uh, and you know the uh, they they called in the fucking uh, uh, the Red Bull wagon, and they were giving out fucking free Red Bulls and shit like that to people out. You know that were sitting outside. Uh, uh, I was there for the Skyrim release and fucking picked up Skyrim new. You know, they were the place to go for release night shit, right? So, you know, I would only ever buy new games from them and I would just go in, get the game that I was looking for, and I'd leave. I wouldn't spend a whole lot of time. Now, they they went and tried the Think Geek stuff uh, or they put extra, like, gamer-style merch in there. Uh, never bought any of that. Um, I wouldn't ever buy their used equipment like the controllers or whatnot because you never know what happened to them. Right. Uh, and it was just, it was, it was just a really weird experience. Like if I wanted to, if I wanted to take the chance on a used game, I would go to a fucking pawn shop or, you know, or someplace like that. I wouldn't go there. Uh, so it doesn't surprise me that that particular model failed and it really needed to, um, especially now that digital games are a thing. Uh, I imagine that took, um, uh, that was a massive kick in the nuts, uh, for the, for them. Uh, and it's my preferred method of actually getting stuff. I know I don't actually own the game, but then again, if you break your disc, you don't fucking own your game either. So uh, <laughs> it's. Not a 
you know, not a thing for me, right? Um, I can say that the uh, the change to what you experienced is just so far out there. I have no idea. It seems like what it seems like to me, just from an outsider not knowing a fucking thing about what's going on in the inner workings of uh, of GameStop, mm-hmm. is that the company is in its death throes, and they just basically auctioned off everything that they've got. They had real estate. They threw some fucking chairs in there, threw a new coat of paint on the fucking walls, and said, we're going to ride this fucking ship all the way to the it's fucking not- ground. Well, despite the earnings calls and all those things right now, I want to say this is a really broad range. It's either they have about 5,000 stores and only 200 got closed. Okay. Which isn't horrible. So, but that doesn't, that, that doesn't help me understand how they're going to be a profitable company. And to continue to I don't, like. I don't understand like completely shifting your focus that hard. Because they've never been a, they've never been a, a destination. Like no, it's you, you don't been, go. It's, to, it could be a kiosk with codes for games, and you could purchase things. Pretty much, and that's kind of what I expected of them to do. Is there's like, okay, well, we're going to go the full digital fucking model. We'll have the new release games, and as soon as they're no longer new release, they're not on the fucking shelves anymore. And there's a kiosk for fucking like digital codes for Xbox, PlayStation, Steam, whatnot. You can go and buy that shit. And then we're going to throw some fucking gaming chairs and some tables in the back, and we're going to use what little floor space that we do have to try to pack as many people in here playing fucking like tabletop games or something like that in there. It It went from being a game store to a game shop and a game shop has been done before. There's plenty of them in town and they're the first ones to tell you that sure the fucking, uh, you know, their event nights are, are pretty fucking, you know, hopping, but the non-event nights, they're basically sleeping behind a fucking counter. Because mm-hmm. there isn't a whole lot of people that just stop by, you know? Just uh, where I'm at, it just happens to be in front of the grocery store I shop at, so it's hella convenient for me to jump in there versus waiting on somebody to get something out of a case at Walmart. Well, sure, but I've never had any uh, uh, I've never had any problem buying stuff from Walmart's case. And because I don't buy a whole lot of uh, console games anymore, it's a non-issue for me. I never actually went to GameStop since I stopped playing fucking console. I was really getting it on disc so that me and Jason could share it, honestly. And, and and I understand that, and that's kind of the same reason why I went to get God of War, but when I went to get God of War... Well, it's also not on PC. Uh, well, true, but I, I got God of War, and uh, I went to Walmart because... I basically all I did to you know to get a fucking game out of the you know thing was I walked through the fucking front door Walmart and this might be the sadness of my uh, particular position uh or my hours but there's always a person that I know that works at Walmart at the same time that I go in so I basically go up to her and say hey I need a game out of the fucking you know 
thing and she's like, oh, yeah, hold on a second. And she says, I'm going to go get the keys from my manager. I'll be right back. And then we'll go back there, grab the game and check out. Boom. Done. You know, five well, minutes. and they're usually not out of the game either when there's a new release if you go there like two days later because they – Because, yeah, because digital is a, a thing and most people don't buy the, you know, the copies. When I bought God of War on release night, I was the first one to buy it and I went in there at like 2 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> so there wasn't a line to buy that game at, at Walmart and they still had plenty of copies left. You know, but that's because it also released digitally and you could pre-download it on the PlayStation. I just didn't do that because I wanted to share it with you guys. Right. Because I care. So I think that's been the most interesting thing I can think of that's happened recently, unless you guys got something that can top that. I was really, I was really. uh, Not really. I mean, the. I was kind of like, man, I don't got anything to go off of. And I just saw that as like gold. Right. (laughs) Um, about the most interesting uh, thing I did this week outside of the outside of the game I played that I'll talk about is uh, uh, I watched the first couple episodes of the Watchmen series and his Dark Materials series on HBO. Both are actually pretty damn good. Okay, I was surprised. Huh. Um, they did the smart thing with the Watchmen series and, of course, took it to a totally different area of the country. Um, it still ha- technically happens after the movie or the novel ends, right. you know, whichever, whichever take they're, they're going with. Uh, but the, uh, uh, the fact that they, they moved it, um, so it's very minor spoiler. They moved it to Tulsa. Oh yeah, that's the reason why you wanted to watch it. Um, um I mean, it's that's not bad. Not not they, a bad reason to. You know, I mean, for us it, to pick it up and say, "Hey, it's a how accurate were they?" It's a fun. Um, it's a fun. Should we say? Spin on an alternate history, right? right. So, but how how accurate were they? I mean, that's what I want to know. That's what I see. Like when fucking, uh, I, I mean, when we're watching any show, like yeah. any show that basically roams around the country, like for yeah. instance, I mean, fucking the, Supernatural and their Tulsa. And, there's a shot. <laughs> there's a shot off of a highway that happens. Uh huh. The Looks like a similar skyline to Tulsa, but, but a native, a person native to Tulsa would be, would like, be that's able not to tell Tulsa. that's not Tulsa. Um, yeah, I heard it's in Georgia. Yeah, they shot it in Georgia. They okay. shot it in Atlanta, I think. Okay. All right. Yeah. See, the Tulsa, you know, uh, locations for for Supernatural, for instance, was shot in Canada. You know, because it's a Canadian show. And, um, and you immediately knew it because you didn't you know, know that you saw what a bunch of pine trees. What season was Tulsa in? Uh, uh, two, one or two? No, it was a little bit later than that. 
They've been to Tulsa it, a couple it times. It was within the first three seasons the first time that they went to Tulsa. They, they went to Tulsa a couple times. They've been it. to Tulsa and Oklahoma City a couple times, technically. Yeah. So, and I've Supernatural. Binged, I binged yeah. it so fast I didn't. Um, I guess I didn't. I mean, they visited Oklahoma itself like six or seven times. Yeah. But think about the majority. Talk to me about break and re-enlighten me. Their yeah. uh, their whole their whole premise is that their family's from Kansas. So I mean, yeah, Tulsa episode. But uh, <laughs> I mean, it's just kind of one of those things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's right there. Uh, it is. Uh, Season 10, episode 3. I knew it was later. Oh, Supernatural. I was, Supernatural. Thinking, I was thinking of Stranger Things. As in fucking Sam and Dean Winchester. Okay, I, that's why I was so confused. Okay. Okay, yeah, yeah I can. I, I think I remember that. Okay, cool. All right, yeah, back on track. <laughs> I haven't been getting a lot of sleep, so I want to tell you about something What's that's sleep? not that interesting. Um. With the kid here, she sleeps with the door cracked, I guess, you know, for airflow or something. Who knows? Right. And the dog, at about one thirty to 2.30, wakes up from her beauty sleep and comes over and winds at my door and sticks her paws under and wakes me up and then climbs in to get comfy and then fall asleep with me until about 5.30 or 6 where she wakes up again to go to the bathroom, which you guys know how ornery she is. Right. Um, for... We might as well continue with the old man terms. Henri? Yeah. She's obnoxious. She gets up in my face. The nose is at my nose. She'll lick the bottom of my nose, like where my nostrils are, until yeah. I wake up. Or she puts her paw on my head, or like it's ridiculous. Yeah, well, she loves you. And then I wake up, and then she barks, and I just like shut the fuck up, and then I realize she can't hear. <laughs> <laughs> and then she comes out, and then she'll, like, push the other dog around until she wakes up. It's like, we're we're going together. Mm -hmm. And now that I got so, another human at the house, I can't just walk out in my boxers to the back door and let him out. I got to get fully dressed at 530, and then I'm just awake. Yep. So I have dude, not gotten sleep dude, in, like, a week and a half. Dude, invest in some fucking, like, sweatpants. That's... That's all you need. <laughs> so I'm sitting over here yawning, not because you guys are boring, because I'm just legitimately tired. I've been chugging energy drinks like there's no tomorrow. I've drinking so much coffee over the last week. It's unreal. Like, I went through 24 pods this week. Wow. That's, I'm surprised I you just, haven't had a fucking migraine yet. I have. Because, you know, week. excessive caffeine ingestion. Excessive anything trigger yeah i i've barely uh, had the energy to, barely had the energy to game i've been listening to a shitload of podcasts then wrangling the dog since she's just all sorts of obnoxious over there being super cute and not obnoxious but hey whatever yeah and her undersized bed at this point because that's yeah. the only one she hasn't ripped up yeah well she seems to like it but it's she's at weird a weird age where her proportions are kind of odd her legs yeah. are as long as her body and her body's long but when she stands up, she's kind of like, she's a weird kind of, she's like a weenie dog proportion, except like she's, a tall weenie dog. She's lanky. 
She's very lanky, but like I took some pictures of her goofing around the other day, and I realized just how long she's just a hot dog, like an Oscar <laughs> Mayer hot dog with tail, tail and feet and a face. She's cute. She is pretty, pretty fucking adorable, even though she's a fucking asshole. This morning I was making the kid breakfast, and I put it on the stove on the back of the stove. I made her a breakfast burrito before I went to work. As you know, God, so domestic of you. Right, make her a breakfast burrito, and I hear something crash in this kitchen, and it's like, what the hell? Because I'm just going to put my shoes on so I can walk out the door, and just like, hey, you know, kiddo, I've got your food. I got to leave. I hear the crash, and run in there with one shoe on, and there is Lolo with the breakfast burrito on the floor, eating the sausage and the eggs and the bacon and everything. Oh, so she got so it right she, out of the pan. She pulled it right off the plate that was on the back of the stove, and then. What I tossed douche. her ass out, and then the other dog, of course, went up there to clean up the mess. Yeah, and course. I didn't care because she didn't cause the mess. So I was just like, Zoe, this oh. is your treat today. You yeah. won the bacon. Yeah, you were the one that pulled it off the freaking counter. I'm surprised I didn't break the plate. I was so mad. Oh, of course. <laughs> yeah, so that's mad. definitely that's a, that's a teachable moment. Yeah. But yeah, that's the kind of week I've had. <laughs> we move into games. Yeah, I guess. Get off my lawn. Fucking get off of my lawn, you friggin' old man motherfucker. <laughs> well, I guess I can lead that off. Do it. Go for it. Because I played a Do older it. game, but still from this year. I finally started playing you, New Colossus. I was about to say, you got Frogger? You got finally got into Frogger? Holy did fro- shit. Did New Colossus release this year? Wasn't that early this that year? You, no, year. that was Youngblood. was that late last year? Youngblood released this year. Oh, okay. New Colossus was like, but you do have the gift of game right now. I do, I do, and that showed up on Game Pass, so I started playing that. I got through um, the first mission in New York so far. So I know I'm not that deep in, but I only had like a couple hours to play game this week. I think it's about twenty hours long. I might be less, but what for New Colossus? New Colossus? I don't think it's that long. I think it's either way. It's pretty rewarding. I really liked it. I mean, I liked it. It, New Colossus was 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 okay. Like it wasn't, it wasn't quite as good as the first one. I think the first one just had, it had a it it had its feel to it. I think the first one had the best flow. I think Old Blood had the best melee attack. Yeah, the best. Oh god, the pipe was fucking amazing. And New Colossus has more story, but the flow's not quite as good as the first one. Right. Either way, when you, in my head, they're all above a four well, easy on game. Uh, and all of them, of five. all of them combined, are well and truly above what Youngblood was. Youngblood, I don't even know what the fuck's going on. I, they went. And f- I may go back and play it at some point, but they, it's they. They took the fucking the. They took the idea of a fucking you know a Wolfenstein game and threw it in fucking Blender and all you got was the fucking like shit that came out. It was Yeah, that's a really that's probably my biggest disappointment. Just count me on that for when you listen to this show in about two months. Right. Probably my biggest disappointment this Young year. Blood was pretty I'm terrible. Really up on the the whole Wolfenstein thing. Not you know so much younger. I, I mean, and I mean, I'm sorry that Trent got me that for my birthday because I feel bad. But we both agreed the game is pretty flawed. Uh, when Rage Two actually beats it out as far as playability, second 
uh, biggest I, disappointment this year. <laughs> it's been that kind of Some year. Some fucking turds that came out this year, sir. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, something else that I was trying to get your attention on this week is uh, Revenant, or Remnant from the Ashes is now yeah. on Game Pass. Golly, dude, man, you need to, you need to play that game. It, it is, it is such a fucking sleeper. It is. I think that that fucking game is really great. Like, I mean, I beat the I game three like fucking times, if that tells you I like you it better anything. than I like Borderlands 3. Well, I, I do too, actually, because I went through I went through the full campaign three times on Remnant, and I could only get through maybe one and a quarter of uh, the campaign on Borderlands 3. And every time I went through the game on Remnant, it was uh, – I was finding new things. Uh, it just doesn't feel like a slog because the areas are pretty – it's pretty isolated. Like my only complaint is no pause, right? That's – Right. I got a pause for my pause. Right. So – but that aside, now that she's starting to grow up and get a little bit more tame and I've got someone else to manage the dog, my only complaint is I lost my save and so it's – picking myself back up to get back into it, which I totally checked it out a little bit last night, just going back through it and saying, hey, do I still like Grim? How's it play on Xbox? Yeah, it plays pretty all right on Xbox One. It looks pretty good. Um, I'm really glad this is part of Game Pass, right? And man, Game Pass is getting so good, like maybe I should just start waiting a couple months after games come out and see if they show up on Game Pass. Well, Because holy shit, they're just like, keep slinging shit. Well, I mean, Remnant was actually, uh, it was a lower cost game. I think it was, what, 40 40 bucks? bucks. Yeah. Yeah, I bought it for 40. Yeah, and I bought it for 40 as well, and it's well worth 40 bucks. I mean, it's... It's the best forty bucks I spent all year when it comes to entertainment. Yeah, I mean, it, the we had this game on the radar, right? Uh, you were talking about it because it was more of like a Dark Souls, Dark Souls, and uh, but and, it's but it it really isn't. But that's exactly it. It looked kind of like a Dark Souls from what we saw of it before the game released. It doesn't play quite like a Dark Souls, and it is something like. It is a game just, that I can get into. It just felt, when it was coming out, it felt very uh, Lovecraftian. That's kind of where mm-hmm. I was going with it. Yeah. It, it, it had it, a, a lot of, you know. It did have that Lovecraftian feel to it. had a Cthulhu feel to it. Well, with the, with the uh, you know, the enemies from the first, the root. Um, yeah, they looked very. They looked more tentacle monster on the, you know. Even though the, they're uh, plant monsters. Yeah, yeah, even though they're plant monsters. Even though they're fucking sentient trees. Um but I mean, well, all, yeah. all that aside, I feel like that game has the like grinding in that game's not that crazy because you can go through an area like every area sectioned off is like twenty or thirty minutes. Yeah, it's a good pace to okay. I'm you good. Can play up to that point and then stop if you need to. You don't lose any progress on death. You just the levels reset. Right? Right. So, but you don't lose any kind of parts or things that you picked up. None of the pickups you have are lost when you die. It's some of the areas are really fucking tough, though. Uh, So, if you get, uh, like, if you're playing on a harder difficulty and you get to, I don't know, it's like the third third world or something, like the swamp world, uh, just 
trying to get through there because of the sheer amount of fucking enemies that you have to fight. Um, that can be kind of difficult and kind of demoralizing when you fail. Uh, but I never felt like I was you're going not living to break. Ex- you're never losing XP. Right. And I never felt like I was going to break the fucking controller. Like, you know, that was that was my rating system for Dark Souls, right, is how many controllers am I going to break before I beat this game, right? And uh, to to be for clear, I have not beaten any Dark Souls games. So, uh, there are parts of Remnant that are harder than Dark Souls, honestly. The difficulty in Souls is is hard, but it's the deal that people made out of it is it's it's just a game of patience. Yeah. So Remnant has instead of having you know, like <laughs> it has its dodge mechanics, but instead of having a like perfectly timed dodge like it's not a Sekiro style dodge right you have you have some wiggle room definitely have wiggle room uh if you've hit the button before they hit the attack you're fine yeah unless it's like two seconds after right you have you have plenty of wiggle room what the the difficulty of remnant comes from is the ads uh you know a lot of the bosses end up having you know ads which are there to provide you with ammo right you kill Basically. the smaller ammo uh, smaller things so that you have ammo to kill the boss um but uh uh, some of those bosses basically just throw fucking really obnoxious ads at you. Yeah, the exploding guys are pretty obnoxious. Right. So, you know, it's just managing how you f- deal with those ads and how fast you can get those ads down before you can focus on the boss for a little bit. Uh, once you get the balance of that, the game really kind of opens up and it's and it's easier than uh, – it. I would say it's easier than my experiences with Dark Souls. So, well, I don't really have any additional funds to purchase anything else this year. So, for me, that's a game that I plan on getting through this year. Yeah, Game, plan, game Pass is going to supplant the additional things that we got going out. Um, Jedi was my last game that I could buy. Yeah, and and you did pick it up. I did actually pick. I that mean, up. you went to Walmart to pick it up at ten dollars less. But, yeah. So, speaking of game, I mean, I played a lot of Graveyard Keeper trying to get to the Stranger Sins DLC that came out recently. Um, Didn't quite make it there. Made a lot of progress. Kind of managing the grind. They've done a lot of things to manage grind. Um, The zombie factory they have right now, basically, where you just, you know, literally assign a zombie to do anything in that game. Yeah, well, almost. Just about. But... Having zombies cutting trees and filling up your chest with ore and all that other stuff eliminates a lot of that part of the grind. You can even automate your winery. You can automate everything so that literally you're just going to chest to pick things up to sell. Or you can even set them up to brew for you. So yeah, uh, if you're interested in a weird take on a Stardew Valley game, uh, I feel like Graveyard Keeper is pretty amazing. Although it still plays best on a controller, I'm going to say, which is kind of weird. Uh, the combat, when you have to do combat, is way better on a controller than it is on PC. I don't disagree. Because uh, it's space bar to, to slash. If, and it's X button on your controller. Yeah. If if I remember correctly, I think I played it on controller because um, the WSAND movement didn't feel right. Especially if you're trying to go in at it. Anything that's 
top-down Zelda style. Uh, I I feel better works better on a controller anyway because you have the analog stick. You can kind of control that a little bit better. Um, yeah. You know, some things, some games just work better with controller. Uh, I couldn't ever play a first-person shooter with a controller, but, you know, not anymore. Uh, but, uh, yeah, definitely pick up fucking, you know, Graveyard Keeper if you uh, if if you don't have that because fucking. There's a lot game. of places you can find it at Steam Key Online pretty cheap. Yeah. I. And if you want other... something that's on Game Pass that's kind of, you know, that, that has a, a, that's still top down and still part of Game Pass, you can, you know, Moonlighter's still there. So you can play that and that's. You know, that's Zelda-ish, roguelike. Well, and the other thing about Game Pass, something I did is my company script lets me purchase random-ass things. Right. So I purchased a Xbox Live card, and now I don't have to pay for my Game Pass or anything all the way through June. Nice. So I've basically got Game Pass through June, and it's super fucking worth it because um, that covers PC games as well as that. Um, next month you got... Uh, Phoenix Point coming out for all of you XCOM fans, and that is a Game Pass game that is coming to PC and Xbox One. And it'll be on Game Pass, which I don't understand why you wouldn't spend the $15 on it at this point. Well, considering the amount of I mean, there's some really fucking good games. Not necessarily, like, super brand new games. But some stuff that released not that long ago has gotten released. So, like, Paradox, like, if you like... I talked a lot about Stellaris. Right, and that got me back into playing it. And the console version of Stellaris is actually controlled extremely well. Yeah. Um, Paradox also released Planetfall, which was their XCOM Lite slash Civ game, which I started playing the other night, um, which released this year. And I was really interested in, but didn't really have the 50 bucks or whatever to drop on it. So that's another thing I got, right? Like, I've got all these things right now that I can play. And it, unfortunately, it's not on PC Game Pass, but again... Paradox has really surprised me with their console controls for their strategy games that don't control horribly. Like, you always worry about that with needing a mouse cursor for things. Right. But uh, Planetfall, which is a, let's say XCOM meets Civ, is it has a lot of Civ-style tile things, right? It's on a planet map, and you have a squad of troops that are very customizable that deploy in squads very much like XCOM and have Overwatch and cover and things like that. The combat for it is not Civ style. It's XCOM style. So it's like if you took Civilization and you kind of did XCOM light and then had a uh, squad of soldiers that operated in much of the fashion of XCOM um, on top of it. So that's another thing I got kind of in the works right now. Although Jedi Fallen Order, I'm going to try to get through quickly so I can give it to Jason. And then I got that other stuff to play. So that's my game this week. Oh, yeah, Dark Devotion. I beat one-third of the game already. Wow. Okay. So that being a game that I can pause, me knowing the very first set of dungeons really well, um, steamrolled the fuck out of it just with knowledge and not with upgrades, and then got myself to the second half already. So if you've if you like Salt and Sanctuary, I'm going to say it again. Um, that's probably the closest game I can say to like the weird thing about the game and I didn't talk about it that much when I was talking about it before is that every single room has progress gated by how you move through the room 
So there's no jump, but there is a fall mechanic. And so what that means is they might put a platform below you um, off to the side and so you can kind of like walk and then kind of drop in an, at an angle and then get to a different part of the room. Um, some of the ladders end about halfway into a room, so when you drop, you can't climb back up the ladder. And that restricts you to that side of the room and whatever doors or passages open up. And as you learn the map, you kind of know which direction to go in that room to get to the next spot that you want to go to. So it gates progress for each area in a really weird way. It doesn't do the Metroid thing where you got to get an ability to get into different rooms. You just you just have to find the right route. You have to find the right route, and you have to have the right amount of faith. So some of the doors open with the faith you have, and the faith is kind of like the soul's element. Although it's not quite the same, that's not your XP, that's just... You kill enemies, you get faith, you use faith to pray at shrines. Shrines give you rewards, blessings, or open doors. And some of and it's also the mana that you use for your spells. So spells are pretty cool. Uh lots of different spells. One's a shield that I use all the time, one's a fireball, which is really fucking cool. One throws a bunch of fucking hammers. Um anyways, I could go on and on and on about the game. I've spent like five episodes talking about Dark Devotion. Um best $19 I've spent this year. Um, I 100% think it's worth 100% of the price. So, um, Sweet. If Dead Cells is too run-based for you, Dark Devotion is a good alternative, I think. Uh, because it's not totally based on the run. You get items and unlocks in the run, but you also unlock permanent weapons and permanent abilities through your run uh, when you're unlocking stuff for the game. So, progress is pretty linear and very straightforward and it's based on your map memorization um anyways cool moving along Russ do you play anything I mean I played a lot more fucking Destiny uh <laughs> so there's there's that um I think you ought to I mean I've I've been playing uh, I, I've been looking at other things so a lot a lot of what Destiny is right now is just basically just catching up to three years worth of almost three years worth of fucking uh uh, content, so there was a lot of shit to do. Right, out, you know, basically front load a bunch of fucking quests on you. Um, but as I'm getting through it, it's you know it's slowing down, so it's more of just kind of fine tuning shit right now. Uh, and I did do a raid, uh, so I did complete the uh, you know the garden raid for uh, Shadowkeep, uh, and. Having never actually raided, uh, it actually went really well. Uh, got my raid legs underneath me uh, so that I can kind of understand mechanics and, you know, and, and most of the people that I, I've been, I was raiding with are European. So they all have interesting accents to, uh, uh, you know, to work with too. Uh, so <laughs> it was, uh, it was a fun time. I, I enjoyed it and we'll be raiding uh, this morning, actually, um, we're going back in there to you know to do the exotic quest for uh, for Shadowkeep, which is the Divinity, uh, which is probably going to add about 15, 20, 30 minutes worth of uh, uh, puzzles on top of just doing the raid. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's getting to that point now where. Uh, it's the end of this season, so there's like three weeks left of the the current season in Destiny, so it's just kind of like finish up some quests and just go on. 
Uh, and I've been looking at other, you know, at uh, at picking up and you know another game, <gasps> shocker, right? So, uh, it was going to be Star Wars, uh, because I was interested to see what they would do, and I really wanted to see the gameplay because I knew you were going to pick it up. So just kind of checking it out prior to actually playing. I haven't watched anybody play it on stream or uh haven't really even watched any reviews though the uh the little like you know two uh, two sentence long reviews that I see online the the quick and dirties is it's a good game pick it up. You know, so if and that's saying something considering there was a lot of you know question as to whether or not uh I mean whether or not EA's hand would be in it. I mean, the 15 minutes I watched <clears throat> here, Justin playing it, I was fairly impressed. I don't get a lot to say yet. I just, the only things that I can say so far is that it establishes what you are and what you do pretty early on and why you're a part of this world and why kind of why you're a Jedi. Um, and the presentation so far has been on a scale much like a, God, I can't even – what's uh, – like Uncharted. That's yeah, what it feels like. It's an Uncharted game kind of almost. It feels like Uncharted. an Uncharted game with lightsabers. Yeah, Uncharted That's, with Dark Souls light. Yeah, Dark Souls light. Like there's a parry. There's a dodge. There's, there's reflect laser, you know, reflect blaster bolts kind of thing. You haven't gotten to the point yet, but I have heard somebody say that, uh, uh, that you do have a basically like force experience that you get. You know, every game has its own little thing, right? Salt or souls or whatever, right? And this is kind of your experience points. And if you do die to an enemy, they will steal that from you. But if you get back to that enemy and defeat it, not only do you get your experience back, but you also get a uh, a recharge to your uh, health and force abilities. So you're able to, you know, just basically use that as a you know that enemy as a jumping stone uh where dark souls was like if you fail you're gonna you know continually bang your head against this enemy until you you know until you beat it and then you get a little bit farther well this will allow you to defeat the enemy that whooped your ass and then be more powerful going forward so that's Kind of, you know, that's kind of neat. Uh, I have heard it's about 20 hours, which I don't know. I'm not quite sure if I'm all right with that or not for a $60 game. Uh, so I think I'm going to wait a little bit, uh, see what you think after you uh, after you get some more time into it. Uh, and if I was going to pick it up on PC. Well, I mean, the Uncharted games are all 20, 25 hours. Right. To but me, it's, it's, a, it, it's a good 20, 25 hours, right? So I'm good with a well. So far, the pacing has not been slow. The slowest pacing you've, I've seen so far has been with what you guys saw. Everything leading up to that point from what Jason walked in on was pretty fast-paced. Okay. Yep. And that was just because they were kind of – they're where he's at right now, they're kind of introducing the exploration mechanics and right, right, yeah. 
So it's the first part of the game. It shows you basically how to maneuver through the world, and a little bit about how to use your lightsaber. And then this is kind of dealing more with the temple exploration, expen, uh, exploration mode. <laughs> we take a break. This guy, he's like, ah, my old brain is working. All right, we'll be back. back yeah we told you guys we'd follow this 2k story as it as it goes yeah um and boy is it still going it looks like uh some people have wrangled the account looks like rusty has wrangled my puppy <laughs> she jumped up in your lap <laughs> what? what a turd <laughs> yeah so they posted i was you know i follow xcom too said, we're aware that social media accounts across 2K label have been compromised and offensive materials being posted does not reflect the values of 2K or our partners. We are actually working to fix this as soon as possible. Oh. So, uh, so how, how, uh, what was the account that they used? To- uh, this was on the this was on the side of it that was on XCOM. And I'll just read you a few of the comments because people are pretty funny. So one guy posts, seems to have a 98% chance to hit this one and miss. That's XCOM, baby. Oh, Boy. Excellent work, Commander. Launch a counterattack. Scramble the interceptors. Um, <laughs> dark event. <laughs> oh, my God. And then kind of going further through this, uh, Civilization, same exact post I just talked about, right? This right. was nine minutes ago. Um, and I don't know that these are funny. The only funny one I found was Gandhi had got a hold of the nukes again. Uh- <laughs> I mean, Gandhi is, like, notorious for being ruthless in Civ, so. Yeah. But um, I don't got much else at this point. Just know it's a developing story. By the time you've heard this, it will have been on news because we caught Fox Phoenix actually had a story on it already. Yeah, Fox 10 got on top of that. The local Fox. Jeez, what the hell's wrong with you, dog? He's just being a Lola. Being a turd. That's normal. but yeah. The uh, so it, what it looks like is that they're they're getting control of their ancillary accounts. Like there's one or two people that have, you know, still have access to XCOM and Civ's page, and or or those pages weren't being managed by uh, the the same dude. So I looked into it a little bit, and it looks like. Um, because Ronnie 2K is, uh, is the, um, what was it? The marketing manager, digital yeah. marketing manager. Is he the guy that's in the pictures? So Ron, uh, Ronnie 2, I'm not sure. I honestly don't know the dude's face from Adam, but, um, I can say that, uh, that his Twitter was hacked alongside all of this on Facebook and it, you know, if they had acts, uh, if the hacker also had access to, uh, to some of the websites, it would make perfect sense that the digital marketing manager being the target there, you know, is uh, is to blame. So it would have been a hacker getting into uh, Ronnie's account 
instead of a disgruntled employee as it's uh, as it made it sound um which as i mean if it was a social engineered you know hacking attempt and somebody got you know you know th- this is basically the uh, a major win for whoever gained access to it oh yeah it's like you roll the dice on like thousands of social engineering attempts, but you you win something like that, and you end up with some you know with a manager's account. Whew. You know, I, I'm sure that 2K is going to be going through a uh, full office seminar about fucking like you know password strengths, strong passwords, <laughs> two factor security, two factor yep. security. <laughs> you know that that's going to be on the next fucking like. And, you know, mandatory training thing. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I just this is what do, happens. Yeah, I just had to do something very similar at work, so it's like, ah, uh, okay. Yeah, the uh, you know, trying to spot a phishing email and whatnot. It, you know, it's, yeah, it's, we had some kind of cyber. The cybersecurity awareness month was last month. Yeah, yeah. I had like a one-hour video thing I had to watch yeah. at work. I mean. It, it seems like common sense, but as you're go uh, as you go along with your day, you don't want to have to remember eighty thousand fucking different passwords and shit. So everybody, I mean, generalizing, but any everybody basically uses a password for a set of things, and that yep. password may be different than say your personal email password or whatnot. Like you have a work password and you have a home password, right? But you generally try to keep it as similar as possible. Um, anyway, that that's that's kind of the 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 trend. People, you know, from surveys of the type of thing, right? That's why password managers are such you know such a powerful tool. Like, not only do, does two factor authentication, you know, you know, it's it's a great a great idea to implement. Uh, you know, into your life, but man, use a password manager. Holy fuck, does that help you so much? Because oh, you yeah. can make random ass passwords for every website, and you don't have to worry about that shit because it'll store it on an app, or you'll have one master password that you don't use anywhere else, and bam, you know, you've got access to your passwords wherever. Yep. So. I mean, there's plenty of them out there. There's different ones, but I mean, when you when it comes down to like big corporations like this, it makes zero sense whatsoever to have a weak ass password or something, you know, or an account that doesn't have two factor, right? Oh yeah. I mean, there's no reason for that. So none. You know, part of it is also. Uh, part of it is also the you know the services. I can't read that. You can't read that because there's nothing on it. Well, did they delete the whole thing? That's what it looks like. Oh shit! They went and fucking deleted everything. They have the cover photo for the 2K thing. They don't even have a profile picture. Oh wow! Oh shit! Uh that's. That's that's rough. That means but they couldn't. There's there's still history. Like Facebook still yeah. has a history, so they'll be able to restore it. 
as long as they can get, you know, get the information back or get the account back under control. Yeah. Uh, but that's just another reason why you need to continue, you know, look into your fucking security. This is, you know, it, it happens with big guys and it happens with small guys. It doesn't matter who you are. You could get fucking your shit hacked and just imagine, just fucking imagine once somebody has access to your email. Say you use like Yahoo or Gmail or whatever for all of your password recoveries. Like every other website, you say, if I forget my password, send me an email at gmail, you know, at no name at gmail.com, right? Anybody who has access to your Gmail account then can reset any password for any website that you've ever set up. Yep. It's dumb. Absolutely dumb. And the fun, uh, the weirdest and shittiest part about this is, is that if you're using an Android device, I mean, you're walking around with a fucking key to your digital life in your pocket. Pretty much. I mean, and bank it's account, everything. Everything. So protect your shit. That is why I have a password on everything. Yep. I, I mean – even, you know, even the fucking, you know, the recording PC that is used to do nothing other than fucking record our shit right now has a password on it because I don't fucking trust a soul out there. <laughs> so yeah. it's, it's, yeah. I mean, protect your fucking digital life because this type of shit can fucking ruin it. Looks like they're partially back up now. They they started restoring. Somebody started working on this from home, probably. Well, I mean, so there's there's different ways. Well, it also could be Facebook fighting back through you know through it too. I mean, two K call up fucking Facebook and be like, yeah, I'm the fucking digital marketing manager for uh, for two K. Uh, we have a corporate fucking account through your website and it's been hacked. We need you to work on this shit immediately. Uh, I, I imagine it would be all hands on deck for fucking uh, uh, Facebook. You would think. You would think. Because if Facebook fails to actually respond in a timely manner, then fucking 2K can go and fucking sue Facebook for, you know, for – Allowing this hacker to, you know, damage the company brand, you know? <laughs> yep. In, in the Sue Happy, you know, world we live in, that's kind of, uh, you know, that that is a possibility. So I could see them just, you know, trying to get this done as fast as possible. Oh, yeah. Shouldn't so, happen in the first place, though. Jason, what did you say? Or say, see. So, um, couple, uh, couple small pieces before we get to Rusty's, um, human head studios. Um, if you don't recognize the name right away, they're the developer who, um, did the original prey, I think, right? Did ruin the original prey. Yeah. 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 Uh, defiance. The, 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 you know, Native American prey, not the uh, the new reboot. Yeah, right. Um, 
they are closing their doors as a company. Um, but in in what will be good news for for fans of their games like Rune and Rune Two, um, the development team themselves uh, are actually moving to Bethesda oh. and their new their new Wisconsin studio. Okay, so Bethesda basically bought up that studio. Yeah, and well, not bought up the studio, but they, they hired just, the I, team. Okay, gotcha. So, so they let human head die, but they said all of the all of you guys or most of you guys have jobs. Yep. Okay. Well, I mean that's good for the developers. I mean at least they can stay in the you know stay in the industry and not have to bounce around. Uh, and yeah. keeping a studio like that, to, you know, or the developing team together is also a benefit too. Yeah, and it might benefit them. Rune's getting really Rune Two's getting really mixed reviews right now. Yeah, but I mean the the <laughs> idea that Human Head actually because they did the original Prey and they worked on the the base elements of Prey Two, yep. which was canned and rebranded as the you know the Prey that we got you know a couple years ago. Yeah. Um. I really fucking was like digging the whole uh bounty hunter style fucking prey too. Uh and I wanted that game to come out bad. Like I'm disappointed. I did too. Uh yeah. that it didn't. And the uh human head were behind that. So I mean, I'm not saying that that game is ever going to come out, but the brainchild's, you know, the the brain trust is still together is is what I'm saying here. Yeah. So um, and Bethesda needs a win. Holy fuck! If they had a bad fucking like you know year and a half, <laughs> yeah, they had. <laughs> um, also announced this week if uh, if anybody's been uh, following the XO nineteen, uh, yeah, that's the press conference. That's is it the Xbox. European stuff? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, the expo. They right? they announced in at their press conference in London this week that. Um, all of the, well, a good majority of Final Fantasy games will be coming to Game Pass this year. Um, a good majority. Seven and up. Okay, so, wow. So, so Final Fantasy, the original Final Fantasy seven mm-hmm. through Final Fantasy fifteen. 15. They're not going to put 14, though. No. Okay, so 14 no. is the MMO. Is the MMO. Okay. So... Left out are 11 and 14, which because, are the MMOs. Right, right, right. So, right. I mean, that makes sense. Though, 14 could actually play on Xbox because it currently plays on PlayStation. Yeah. So, uh, chances are they'll be putting it on uh, out there, but it's going to take some additional yep. development to get that done. Um, also, uh, coming to come into Game Pass over the over the next larger release window. Um, Streets of Rage 4, My Friend Pedro, and Witcher 3 will all be coming Game Pass as well. Yeah. I should have waited on My um, Friend Pedro. I, I know, like, right? Just See? Like, I've got two games my, I bought day one that I could have waited three months or four My months. Friend Pedro right. you know, is good. Uh, you know, Witcher 3 is a, a no-brainer. Is it the complete? If you've never played it, is, you need to. Is Witcher 3, is that the complete with DLCs, or is that just... Uh, no idea. Okay, just says no Witcher idea. 3. Gotcha. Um, 
Because if it has the DLCs, that is an easy. I mean, like, yep. way no-brainer. And also came to Game Pass this week, or this week, uh, along with with the conference uh, announcement, is uh, Age of Empires 2, the Definitive Edition, and Rage 2. For Game Pass? Both were Yeah, the, the two stinkers yep. I see on Game Pass right now are We Happy Few and uh, Rage 2. Yeah. If you have any yeah. interest... And you got a really fast internet connection. Just see what we're talking about, and then move on. Right? You know, it's, yeah. For the, for the cost of you already have Game Pass, you might as well try yeah. it. I mean, but at least you didn't spend also, money like uh, I did. They also announced that <laughs> next year they will be bringing the XCloud uh, game streaming to Game Pass. Okay, so they're going to be adding to Game Pass through that as well. So so. Basically, you're going to be able to play your games anywhere. Yep. Okay, gotcha. Um, the Yakuza and Kingdom Hearts series will be coming to Xbox One. I heard about Kingdom um, Hearts. Now, the most recent one, Kingdom Hearts 3, was on Xbox. Mm-hmm. So they're bringing basically the weird numbered well, ones, the they, 1.5 and the 2.8 and the fucking yeah, <laughs> they, weird shit. Um, <laughs> Uh, basically, they'll be bringing pretty much every Kingdom Hearts game to Xbox One over the next year, um, the and H- they dropped the demo for Kingdom Hearts Three this week. Okay, so that would be interesting that's going to be added. That's be that'd be interesting because I haven't actually played through any of the Kingdom Hearts, and they said you know I hear that the story is super convoluted, but the game is fun. So. I don't know. I, I I mean, if it's part of Game Pass, I'll give it a try. Yep. And, of course, uh, they will finally also announced, and a lot of people were were excited at this, uh, they did announce that they will finally be adding Halo Reach to the Master Chief Collection. Oh, okay. And I mean, this will be added to the existing collection, so you will not have to, just to add buy it again Sweet. Uh, in order to get that game. I um the immediate availability will be for for the console uh with PC to be added later. Right, right, right. Of course. Hey, I um, liked Reach. <laughs> yeah. Um so that'll be so when the PC version of Master Chief Collection finally releases that will be a part of it. Yeah. If yeah. you prefer to play those on I think that it I mean I played the original Halo on PC, and I don't think there was uh, any other PC releases after yeah. that, right? So, uh, but I played the original on PC, and I liked it. Uh, just again, first-person shooters and controllers anymore. Yep, I I have a hard time with. Um, but and then let's see, just scrolling through here. Anything else big there? Nope. Um, and then the other small, uh, small little piece uh, piece Justin saw that uh, kind of has me a little intrigued. Netflix Netflix apparently likes what's been shot for The Witcher enough to go ahead and order season two. <laughs> Hasn't even released yet. Hasn't getting another season. Getting another season. I mean, Stranger Things didn't even get that, so. <laughs> I mean, that's... And it, it hasn't even released yet. <laughs> uh, well, 
there's there's significant amount of you know people following it as you know as it comes you know as it's being released information's being released um i know i that's the only reason why i still have a netflix account honestly um i i want to see what the you know what the witcher is of course i wouldn't mind there's like a couple other shows i wouldn't mind actually you know following up on but you know since they're not out yet like the dragon prince uh i love that show uh, and of course, Castlevania. Once they come uh, come out with another season for that, I'm totally in on that. Um, and The Witcher, and th- those are really the only three things that I really want to see uh, out of uh, out of Netflix. Yeah, I think me and Jess are going to be watching a lot of The Witcher as soon as it comes out. I yeah. showed her some of the stuff. She's like, "Oh, that definitely looks like something I'd be into." Oh, oh yeah. I will, I will totally binge it. Shit, the second it comes out, of course. I mean. The the thing is, is I mean, just this week there was another fucking you know an, another juggernaut that basically hit the fucking internet, uh, in, in the form of Disney Plus. Yeah, and I, I took the plunge. It you did? I, yeah, I okay. wanted to see what was on it, and really, I just wanted to watch the Mandalorian. Oh yeah, of course. I mean, that, the episodes that is... are releasing every Friday right now. Okay. So the big difference is that with Disney Plus, if it's not a already archived thing, or it's a new series, it's like regular TV. Okay. So, but but they Which, will have back episodes, so you yeah, can you kind can of watch, watch them. You can watch it as it releases, or you can watch back episodes. And right now, when I first got it on like Tuesday or Wednesday, I literally had just the one episode of The Mandalorian, which is really the only thing I was interested in at the point. Okay. And I don't watch a lot of TV to begin with, so. While Fallen Order was updating, I decided to go ahead and watch the episode two because it released today. Right. Um, I like it so far. Okay. I really like it so far. Uh, I want it to succeed. It it looks like it could succeed. The budget on this is at the same level as the movies. Sweet. Yeah. Extremely high budget. I really want it to succeed. It's Favreau. Favreau really hasn't done a whole lot wrong in the last decade and a half, so... What... Can you give me a couple of examples of things he's done? Um, the MCU won't be what it is without Favreau. He uh, what has he done? Off. What has he done in the MCU? I've... All the Iron Man movies. Oh, okay. I mean... Um, he... Uh, uh, you know movies like I know music. I, I, I yeah. I don't, I don't keep track don't. of directors, and I can barely name actors and actresses. I, I names. Done, I can't do um, names. I like this. Uh, I like the sound of that one song. Yeah, <laughs> and right. and that movie with the Iron Guy. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like Mandalorian so far seems very lore specific, and they dig in a little hard on the first episode to make it feel very Star Warsy, right? And by the second episode, it kind of finds its legs. So f- I, yeah. I'm really trying hard not to spoil shit, but you know it's called the Mandalorian, so you know what it's about, right? Right. right. But they, I mean, if you have, any they lean idea. really hard into the Katina scene, of course, not reproducing it, but essentially, oh, so like I used to play like a magic themed playing card game based on Star Wars, yeah, yeah. And, like, it almost feels like they pulled from that deck of cards because they had all the bounty hunters named in that card game 
from the cantina from the cantina oh, scene. Oh, that's awesome. So they use a lot of the same aliens from that as bounty hunters when they talk bounty hunters. Sweet. Yeah. Um no lightsabers yet. Well, I mean, I wouldn't imagine there would be a whole lot of them. I mean, honestly, it doesn't need it to be honest uh, with you. To be honest, I don't want a Star Wars movie with lightsaber. I think that you know the fucking uh Rogue One was fucking great because it didn't have lightsabers in it, like outside right. of, you know, it didn't have anything yeah. that wasn't the main focus. The uh um the idea I have is and, and the reason why I want the Mandalorian to succeed is Star Wars is such a rich universe that you can do almost anything in it and have full seasons of a show that just dives deep into a little corner of uh, of the Star Wars universe and explores it. Like, there's so many different things about Star Wars that could be fleshed out and have really interesting stories told about them. Oh, yeah. And they don't always have to be Jedi, Sith, the Empire, the Rebels, and things like that. It could be something fairly fucking out there. And they're they're taking one of those threads with the Mandalorian and taking bounty hunters and going with that. I'm cool with that. I oh, yeah. want that to happen and it needs to succeed as far as I'm concerned because I want to see more Star Wars content that isn't a fucking tri- – you know, like a blockbuster movie or an animated series. I want a live action Star Wars yeah, story. I'm not such a nerd that I want to just dig into the animated stuff, just being honest, because it feels like it's very much geared towards kids. It's not. Um, it's I not. I can tell you that Clone Wars is not really fucking good. Yeah, you need to. If you haven't seen Clone Wars, you really should because it it is really good. It's. I'm just being honest. It is pretty low on my radar. It's. it's I mean, it is. It's good because. I mean, sure, it's animated, and the the connotation be- behind animation, especially like CGI animation, is that oh, it's made for kids. Uh, n- not always. <laughs> yeah, uh, they get pretty deep into certain things, and there's some really cool lore bits that they put into the you know into that show as well. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, until that show existed. You know, we all thought Darth Maul fucking bit it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that show basically brought Darth Maul back into the canon. You know, yeah. so. And Rebels is just more the same. Right. I haven't seen any of Rebels, though. It's more the same. It, Rebels is, yeah, okay. Yeah, I think I think I saw snippets of Rebels, but I haven't actually yeah. watched a full episode of it. It's basically like a. Direct follow up to right after the purge, okay. Um, and it just it just follows a um a uh, should we say a wayward Jedi and right force sensitive they finds and starts training and yeah yeah yeah. Ashoka actually shows up in one yeah, of the but, episodes. Uh, 
no like seasons okay all right yeah okay so and it actually my favorite has... character from fucking <laughs> yeah. so there's actually an entire sub storyline of that where maul hunts down kenobi uh of course on tattooing oh i saw that scene uh, yeah i saw that scene fucking amazing scene by the way just yeah great scene um so there's that and then plus with the mandalorian we got the kenobi series coming yeah, yeah, yeah. Next i heard year about too. that oh that's gonna be cool that comes next year i'm an old man <laughs> i'm just a hermit Nothing more. I'm actually glad they decided to do that as a series instead of trying to make it a movie. True, true. Because I would much rather see kind of a full-on, exactly what did Kenobi do after The Purge? I want to see. More than just sit on tattooing, because you know he didn't sit there the entire time. No. What I want the Kenobi series to actually explore is, uh, is what was hinted at in the movie. Is Yoda teaches Kenobi how to uh, to commune with mm-hmm. Qui Gon, and if if they bring that into the show, I'm happy. Well, if they the completely that... leave it, uh, if they leave that in the dust, I'd be disappointed. Mm-hmm. Well, and the fact that he was God, I'm a nerd. He We're was all fucking nerds. He was uh, <laughs> not not fully directly because he still didn't want to be discovered, but that. In the background, he was helping the rebellion to form and oh, get of course. going. Yeah, and, yeah. He, he was he was pushing the pawns, as it were. You yeah. Know, so he was guiding people into their spots. Yeah, yeah. And of course, Qui Gon would have helped him do that. Oh yeah, for sure. Because Qui Gon was kind of you know he was a rebel too. Yeah. So he he I was. Mean, yeah. If you don't bring in Liam Neeson as a force ghost in the Kenobi-centric series, yeah. come on. You gotta. You gotta. Gotta. Man, we're fucking nerds. Oh, it's, but the thing is, is, uh, you know, bringing it back to Disney+, Plus. in your opinion, based off what you've got right now, considering that you can get a seven-day free trial of Disney+, Plus, and it's, what, seven bucks a month? Yeah. Yeah, for me it's I really like Mandalorian so far, but is it worth 7 bucks a month? That's the only thing I really want to watch right now. Okay. But but I Jason, would say but Jason no. with all of with the million kids is probably <laughs> great. Now, I I would say this as well and this is something you you have to look at cuz I know you have not seen every Marvel movie. Practically every fucking Marvel movie's on there. And, yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's that too, right? And they've got a couple of Marvel series that I haven't checked out. Um, so, I don't remember which ones. So, so my thing here is... is um, well, the Marvel series don't actually start till early next year. No, they've year. got some new series already on there. Oh, they do? Two different okay. ones. So, so my thing for, for Disney Plus is not necessarily... The Star Wars movies, though it's a pretty good, you know, you know, pretty big draw. Mandalorian, of course, is a pretty big draw for me. Um, but and it's definitely not the Disney Vault because I could care fucking less. I mean, there's a couple good Disney movies, but 
I mean, by and large, they're made for kids, right? Um, what Inhumans is on there? Yep, Inhumans. It, it would be that would be something I'd be interested in. Um, what the first I'm looking, season of that is shit. What I'm looking at though, oh, is that not new? No, that was on ABC. What I'm looking at though is uh, is they've got some old ass shit on there too, like fucking stuff from our childhood. That yep. I'm, you know, that I'm, and every episode to, of The Simpsons to date, except one. I, yeah, but didn't it stop being good in like 2000? Yeah, well, you could watch the ones up till 2000 and be done with it. But I mean, that's like what almost a thousand hours worth of content right there. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. I found a list <laughs> while trying to multitask and talk about this at the same time. Falcon and the Winter Soldier is going to be fall next year. Yeah. Um, whatever WandaVision is. Oh, that's, that's um, Loki's going to be in the spring Scarlet Witch. Yeah, yeah. Loki's going to be spring twenty twenty one. Okay, Loki's definitely going to be something. Hawkeye's going to be fall of twenty twenty one. Basically, Green Arrow. Uh, she Hulk's going to be on there at some point. Okay, that's the thing. Uh, Miss Marvel will get her own show. Miss Marvel. Moon Knight will get his own show. I'm actually interested in that. Okay, Moon Knight's like Marvel's Batman, of basically. Course. I'm, I want to see it. Yeah, but, I mean, that's all kind of to be determined. I don't know. Uh, depending on your situation, I would – it could be definitely worth it. They've announced that they don't give a shit if you share your subscription, so I'm I'm sharing my subscription with someone else. Well, I mean, say that's, it right seven, now. that's yeah. $7 are allowing four devices to stream one account. And that's what we're doing. We have We have the Macs already. Right. Yeah. You know, the thing is, is my my deal is I made the deal of saying I'm just going to do it on the main TV to give it a shot, and then they said, "Yeah, that's cool. I've already got three devices set up. You can have the last slot." Cool. I'm probably going to pick it up though. There is a uh, uh, and and this is something that I'm not going to pick up. Um, there is a combination where you can get Hulu and ESPN Plus uh, for like twelve ninety nine a month or some bullshit. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think that's worth it. Not for me anyway. Um, if you're not there for ESPN, that's not worth it. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, so I'll probably end up picking it up just so that I have something to watch. It'd be, you know, you know, there's quite a bit of stuff that Disney owns. So I kind of figured that uh, future content's probably not going to be any, you know, it's not going to be light for sure. Oh, you know? yeah. <laughs> so... Oh, yeah. Uh, for seven bucks a month, I think it's it's probably a big, you know. I'm a little bit good. interested into the world according to Jeff Goldblum, just because he's pretty great anyway. Right. Yeah. But I wouldn't have bought it for that. Um, but <laughs> all that said, um, there's quite a bit of stuff that's on there already. Uh, fucking National Geographic shit's on there, too. And I'm like, I, I watch documentaries when I'm bored. So, you know, that's great. You know, they've got a lot of content, you know, and for seven bucks a month, that's a lot of fucking content. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Anyways, we got anything else? I do, actually. Um, Big last thing. Yeah, this will be the last thing here. Uh, So some uh, some information has actually come out for uh, uh, for Google Stadia, which is actually coming out next week, for fuck's sake. 
uh, Google Stadia is, uh, is if not if getting been... an early adopter for me, that's for sure. Huh? Not going to be an early adopter. Oh, yeah. Well, if you've been living under a rock, Google Stadia is basically uh, Google's attempt at a console killer uh, as a streaming service for video games. Uh, and, you know, you can basically do, you know, hook up a Fire Stick style device to any television or use an app on your phone or tablet, uh, log into your Stadia account, and you can use... Uh, like a Bluetooth controller to, you know, control the game and streamed from Google's servers directly to your television. So you don't have to have... What do you, you know, Bluetooth to? You know, it, it's a dongle. It's like a Fire Stick almost. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, so, you know, it hooks up to your TV through, I think it's an HDMI cable. Uh, it's really small. It's like a circle and it has a cable that connects to the HDMI. Uh, so it's quite like you know, like you know, a fire stick, uh, or, you know, whatever Google's, you know, equivalent is right. Um, the, uh, the idea is to, you know, to not have a console in your home that you just let Google servers run the games for you. Uh, and it's going to be dependent on how good your internet connection is, honestly, you know, because, you know, you're trying to get, at least 1080p, I'm I'm going to assume that's going to be the upper limit for most people's internet, you know, on the average. Uh, so yeah, 720 to 1080. Yeah, so you, you're going to be getting about that. And there's some question as to how the, uh, the delay is going to work. Um, Google is using their patented Google magic to try to predict what you're going to be doing, which I can't imagine is going to work great. I've got a game list here. I have a game list as well. Um, Uh, Thumper, I think, is going to be the real test of how their latency works. (laughs) Uh, For sure. Uh, So the full list of games, and I can go through the full list of games because you almost have enough fingers and, you know, on your hands to be able to count them. Uh, there's what 12 games total and what one third or one quarter 42. huh 42 you know the launch title games what's going to be available next week that's that's what i've got a list of go for it the list is assassin's creed odyssey destiny 2 the collection uh guilt just dance 2020 kine Mortal Kombat 11, Red Dead Redemption 2, Samurai Showdown, Tomb Raider Definitive Edition, Rise of the Tomb Raider, Shadow of the Tomb Raider Definitive Edition, and Thumper. So, one quarter of the games available is Tomb Raider. (laughs) Right. Uh, Now, they will be adding the extra. You said there was, what, 42 games or so slated? Slated, yeah. Yeah, so they'll be adding the rest of the game's over the course of the next month or so, and they're planning on well, having... some of these releases that haven't released, like Doom Eternal and Baldur's Gate 3 okay. and stuff. Yeah, so the games that they that are released, they're going to be adding them as they go. So they're releasing with 12, but by the end of December, there'll probably be more. Um, so it's kind of a mixed bag, and there's some... Uh, some some issues with not having that many titles available right away. 
but um uh, everybody that that has like the review copies of Stadia because there's there's people out there they're all under NDA so they're like we have Stadia but we can't talk about it <laughs> yeah and they just kind of give you that look and that wink and that nod because they were saying that at the same time as saying there's only 12 games available <laughs> um. Now, me being a Destiny 2 guy uh, now, apparently, uh, the Destiny 2 collection being available on Stadia would basically mean, with the PC cross-save feature, uh, that I'd be able to play my my character from anywhere that has an internet connection, which I it's possible, but it's also a very snappy game, right? You know, you don't yeah. want to, I mean, everything is down to half seconds worth of, you know, uh, worth of reaction time. Right. You know, so if that half second is the latency between me and Google, that's going to suck. <laughs> yep. So it's really going to be the latency that's going to be the test. And it's only going to get, uh, a proper test when they have load on their servers. So yep. we'll see what happens next week. Hopefully Google's ready. Because this this and Xbox's, you know, Microsoft's, you know, Xbox uh, Cloud. X Cloud, yeah. yeah. These two are the big test to see whether or not this is viable. Yeah. To be honest, I almost kind of, I mean, it's been tried before, but not with, not with the resources that Google and Microsoft has. I start say the, and the thing that has me believing maybe, um, uh, maybe, uh. Microsoft has more luck with this uh, being stable than Google is Azure Cloud has proven to work. But Google Cloud is also a thing. I mean, um, there's a reason why a lot of companies actually use Google Cloud. Yeah. So the infrastructure is there on both sides. The companies that were startups that tried to do this before – didn't have the infrastructure available. Yeah, they had almost no infrastructure. They had they had a couple racks in a you know in a data center someplace, and they said that's good enough. No, the snappiness needs to be like extra super snappy. So, you know, Microsoft and Google are probably in the best spot to you know infrastructure wise to be able to do that kind of thing. Now, whether or not it's viable is going to be up to, well, performance. Next week, we'll see. So, we'll find out. I'm not did, you buy- figure, did you figure out what the subscription cost was for it? Uh, n- n- not on this. It's because um, Stadia is a, you purchase it through them, if I remember correctly. So, yeah, it's not a 
Stadia is not a subscription. You're buying the equipment and you're buying the games. You pay nine ninety nine a month. Oh, you do? Yep. Okay, so Google said Stadia service costs nine ninety nine a month. That's yeah. And then you pay one hundred twenty nine ninety nine for a Chromecast and a controller, and right. three months of Stadia service, and then you buy the games, right? Right, and then you buy the games. So subscription plus the games plus the devices needed to actually play the games, you're looking at about the cost of what a console costs right now, <laughs> you know, yeah. plus, you know, plus having like the Xbox live service and, and, you know, it's, it's very similar priced only it, you you don't actually have the game processing in your home. You have your, the game processing on a Google server. It's a weird thing. And like I said, I mean, sure. The, you know, price aside, the the biggest hurdle that they're going to have to face and overcome to be successful is the latency. Yep. If they can, if they can get through that, then it might be a viable option going forward. You know, it would be a sad state of video games because not only would we not truly own our games digitally, but we would also not have even an option to physically own them. So that's that's a whole nother fucking can of worms. Yeah, so to do the 4K HDR 5.1 surround sound stream, you need 35 megabits per second of dedicated bandwidth. Damn. Which actually isn't that bad. It's For 1080p, 30... you need 20 megabits per second. 20 megabits per second is way more than what I can get on my fucking phone. That's for damn sure. Uh, What's your phone? What about your house? But my house, 20 megabits? That's like DSL speed. That's not DSL. That's basic cable internet speed. It it might be possible to do it. It would require good, steady broadband. Jason, with the network he has out there with the second... The top tier internet, you're getting what anywhere from eighty to one hundred and fifty. Yeah, but like during peak hours a day, because I'm on broadband, it's as low as fifteen or twenty. Damn, yeah. I'm in a really lucky. Now spot. that's Wi-Fi. That's not wire connection. That's Wi-Fi. And but... it would this would be Wi-Fi. Yeah. The thing is, is the is a you know. A Chromecast, so essentially. Actually, I was testing my internet speed on my phone here, and I was on my phone here. I was getting 300, but I'm also on top-tier internet, too. Yeah, see, if I had uh, if I had Cox's, um, you know, top end, I don't have the top end. I think I have 50, uh, which averages out to be about 35. I would be fine with being able to play 1080p games, and that's really all I'd play. I mean, I don't need 4K. I don't need surround sound. Um but the 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 biggest draw for me isn't being able to play it on my TV. It really isn't. The biggest yeah. draw for me would be to be able to play it on mobile devices. Yep. You know, and have that option. And yeah. considering mobile networks, there is no damn way even going down to freaking 720 or 480 
I would I would get any type of stable connection to. Uh, oh uh, yeah, to do no that. the the best I get the best I get uh, over mobile network as far as speed is ten megabits a second, and that's if I'm not on a very busy tower. Right. You know, so getting yeah having this for the on the go thing, I don't think that's yeah. going to be you know it's I not mean, going to be the biggest selling point. Even though they throw the on the go thing's not really going to work until the until the five G the American cell networks are fully five G upgraded. Yeah, would it work with your you know with you know Wi Fi elsewhere? Probably not. I mean, most of the fucking like like a you know um, Wi Fi's you get in a hotel or on a plane or something like that is gated to you know a certain amount of bandwidth per user so uh i don't know man it's it's gonna be weird uh i know of a couple youtube uh outlets that's going to be testing it in pretty much every situation that you would normally game uh including airport wi-fi and whatnot so i'm going to be watching through you know watching their review for uh stadia when it comes out yeah that's uh that's 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 all she wrote guys mm-hmm. that's where can you find us man find us at tiltcast.com find us on spotify and itunes rate us review us there our facebook and twitter is facebook.com or twitter.com slash tiltcast and our youtube channels youtube.com slash the real tiltcast and i'll be posting more episodes of the tho thune Anyways, um, <laughs> thone, I'm so tired. My tongue's getting tired. Um, yeah. So also, you can f- find friends of the show. You got cabbage, KBG, cabbage. Uh, K, whatever, cabbage. You can find other friends of the show, Pupcast. You can find NoQuarters.net, BMFCast.com, and TVGP.TV. They are still going. And with that, it's the end of the show. All right, peace. <laughs>